0: you put your whole self in you take the excuses out you let autophagy win while stem cells grow and sprout you cleanse detox and gut
1: build balance hormones up yourself out that's what resetting is all
0: Okay, on this episode of Resetter TV, I am interviewing Ben Azzotti. You can find his YouTube channel, it's called Keto Camp, with two Ks, Keto and Camp. And what we talk about is so awesome because we go back to the basics of keto and what you need to know, and then we go into exactly where people get stuck with keto and what you need to know about that. And Ben has one of these just beautiful hearts where he is just, he's, he's just motivational. When you listen to him, he, he put some really good one-liners out there about gratitude and how you can apply love, positive thinking, gratitude to your keto life. I love this interview. Enjoy. Resetters, I have another amazing guest to bring to you today, So, and we have an incredible discussion to be had around keto. So let me just start off by introducing you guys to not only a keto expert, but I get to call him my friend and my colleague, and we get to work together. So let me introduce you guys to Ben Azadi. So let me start off by saying welcome, Ben.
1: Oh, I'm so grateful to be here with you and the Resetters. Hello, everybody.
0: So, and to give you a little background on the resetters, so we are a 20 some thousand strong community on Facebook. There's over 80,000 of us on YouTube. And one of the things that we do together is we fast together. So once a month, we do a different fast. This month, you're actually right now, we're in um, a, a week of learning about autophagy and doing something that I call autophagy fasting, and I'm, I'm educating them on how the, what the detox symptoms are of fasting? So this group is inspired. They're involved. I mean, they really want to know. So I want to uh, how to bring their he- their health to a whole nother level, and they really want to do the best job with their health as possible. So you are a perfect person to bring on to talk about keto. So thank you.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. I mean, if you're leading them, I know that they're an amazing community because you're brilliant, and I'm I'm grateful to to share my knowledge with your community
0: yeah thank you thanks. so um, to give you guys a little bit idea, I just told Ben um, I really want him to share his story because he 's lost a lot of weight with keto, um, as many of you have um, and then I really want to dive into like what do you need to know because there 's a lot of ben there 's a lot of conversation about fifty grams, twenty grams, like how much carbs, how much protein, so we want to dive into some basics. We're gonna talk about the differences between men and women, and then we'll talk about some struggles. So hang in there all the way through this because we are gonna give you guys some of the best information that we know. So let's start off by, can you just talk a little bit about how you got into keto and the successes that you had?
1: Yeah, I personally got into keto about six years ago. Prior to that is where, where I actually had my weight loss transformation 11 years ago. And I didn't do keto when I lost the initial weight. So Mm, I I, I was obese for most of my life, the first 24 years of my life. And I went through this transformation back in 2008, 2009, but I didn't know about keto. I didn't understand keto. I actually followed more of that eat every two to three hours type of philosophy. So I lost the weight, but I wasn't necessarily healthy, which is an important uh, note right there. Yeah. And then I went into the vegan diet. I became a vegan for a year and a half. And I thought that was the healthiest thing in the world. And I put myself in a box and my health started to suffer and my, the scale started to go up. I started to actually put on the the weight and I started to gain 10, 15 pounds. And then I came across the keto diet and the benefits of eating a high fat, low carbohydrate diet in combination with pairing it with intermittent fasting. And it was just the best thing ever. I, I, I felt incredible. My my joint pain went away, my, my mental clarity just got turned on like a light switch, and I thought, "Wow, this is amazing. And I did blood work to verify that things were getting better, and it was and that 's where it all started about six years ago, and I became really obsessive with learning more about ketones and what they do at a cellular level and, and that 's where it all started Mindy
0: yeah, and um, if you guys haven 't followed uh, ben he 's got two he 's got a podcast called Keto camp is that yes. what it's called? And he's got a YouTube station, so make sure. I just want to point that out because you have so many good nuggets of information on keto. Um, and yeah, a lot of us kind of fall into keto, right? We sort of like we tried other things, and then all of a sudden we we come into keto and go, "Whoa! Like what happened to us? We feel so much um, better." So um, so let's start off with this. Uh, if you and I were hanging out in a park together, I didn't know anything about keto, and I and you were like jazzed about what the ketogenic diet was. And I asked you, what are the basics I absolutely need to apply to get myself into ketosis? What would that? What would those basics be?
1: Yeah, great question. What I would say is that keto, although it is very popular nowadays, it's the number one search term on Doctor Google, even. Although it's trending and people might think it's a fad, it's, it's not a fad, it, it's a fact. It's, it's not necessarily a, a diet, although a diet helps you get into ketosis, it's a metabolic process. The body produces ketones to fuel the brain, which is actually the preferred fuel source. And I know that might confuse somebody who's just understanding um, keto, but nece- what it does is teaches your cells to choose the fuel source that it loves to run on, which is fat because we're made up of 70 trillion cells and every cell could only choose two sources of fuel, either sugar, glucose, or fat, ketones. Most people, they're sugar burners and that's a problem because when you're burning sugar, I compare that to this Mack truck speeding through the highway with all this smoke coming out of its exhaust pipe. It's not healthy for the environment. That's what's going on in your cells at a cellular level. But if you make the transition and you teach your body to start burning fat for fuel, and producing ketones, that's like a beautiful Tesla cruising through the highway, healthier for the environment. And it's our natural birthright to burn ketones, to burn fat, because when we we were a baby, and if you were getting breast milk, when you were a baby, you were producing ketones, you were in a naturally fat burning state. So I would tell that person that burning fat is our birthright.
0: Yeah. And, and that alone is mind bending, right? I mean, I know here in the resetter group, like a lot of people are coming to that and realizing that, but that is like such an, a mind bending change and is why so this keto, the ketogenic has the whole health world, you know, on, on fire for keto. Cause it's, it literally is the way we're designed to be. So, so, okay. So how, if I didn't know anything about the keto diet and I needed to get into ketosis, what would you tell me to do?
1: Yeah, I would I would first tell you to start reducing your total carbohydrates. Uh, first, determine how many carbohydrates you're eating for a day. I, I'm not a real big fan of tracking things long-term, but I do think it's important short-term to just get an idea and make sure you're hitting your numbers. And I'm not talking about calories here. Calories, are, are I do think they're important. Well, I do think they matter, but they, I don't think they're important. I think they're a distraction. So I would tell that person, first... Bring your carbohydrates down. Let's say you, you did a food log and you use like MyFitnessPal or Carb Manager, and you ate a regular day or you just put input a regular day into that calculator and it determined that you're eating 300 grams of carbs a day, which is a standard American type of diet, which I did myself. I would tell that person to let's cut that in half. Let's cut it to 150 for seven days. And while you do that, increase your healthy fat. Here's a list of healthy fat, which I could discuss with you and, and protein and just have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with no snacking in between. Do that for seven days. Let's see how it goes. Seven days later, they did it, Ben. I feel much better. The weight's starting to come off. Okay, now let's bring the carbohydrates down to 100 for seven days and then down to 50. Once you hit 50, you should start shifting into ketosis. Another important note though is always eat until full. At least one meal a day, eat until full and have protein and fat with each meal, and that's going to sustain you and hold you over so you don't feel like snacking in between your meals. And and that's how you shift into ketosis.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a brilliant explanation. And I hope that everybody that's listening, you know, we've got all ranges of knowledge on keto. And so many people ask me, how do I get my loved ones to get into keto? And your explanation was perfect. I, and I do this sometimes when people are very resistant to get to to deal with the carb, Is I just say, I, I say it more a little bit differently. I'll say, get off the grains, just get off breads, get off the pastas, and then let's see where you, what happens from there because just that one shift can actually change people's, um, people's hunger level as you bring those carbs down. So yeah, so that's brilliant. Um, okay, where, so bring, people bring the carbs down and they gradually bring them down and then they up the fat. That's kind of what I heard you say is the first step is to do that,
1: yeah, right? Fat and, pro- and have protein with each
0: meal, yeah. And have protein with each meal, so you kill the hunger. Okay yep. so let's talk about protein where does protein fit into this do, do I need to think about my protein
1: yeah you know and, and as you know it's it's really different for each person uh, if somebody's under the age of 18 they need more protein they're still in that growth phase if they're over the age of 60 65 they need more protein because they're getting more of that breakdown but if they're between 21 and and 55 or something like that more most people think they need more protein than they actually do need. So there's a balance there because uh, as you know, when you eat too much protein, uh, some of that could be converted into sugar. And also you could activate too much of that, that mTOR, that growth phase. Uh, So to give somebody a general answer, I would, I would say maybe 0.6 to 0.8 of your ideal body weight in in grams is a good marker right there, or 20% of your total calories, something like something around there, you should be at a good number.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. My, my crew loves numbers. I, I, I already can see that they're (laughs) They're going to, that's going to go over well. So thank you. Um, yeah. And I, you know, my comment on protein is that, um, and we'll talk a little bit here in a moment about what do you do if you're doing all these things and you're not getting into ketosis, but I see so many people go, Oh, keto diet. Okay. That's no carbs. That's high fat. And they start working with those two numbers and they forget that there's a protein component here. So I always say it's moderate protein. It's not low, it's not high, um, but that it's moderate.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point because that's one of the things that distinguishes the keto diet from Atkins. Atkins was high fat, same thing as keto, but also high protein and low carbs. But keto is not necessarily high protein. It's moderate protein, 15, 20% of your total calories. That should be a good number.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Then where does fasting fit into that? Because I think that there's always there's two ways to get into ketosis and fasting is one of them, but I'm curious how you teach people the fasting piece.
1: Yeah. You could just start practicing intermittent fasting and you start shifting into ketosis, but I don't like that approach for most people because I look at fasting as a muscle. And if you haven't trained that muscle, it's like, being a couch potato for 10 years and you're like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to sign up for that CrossFit gym that just opened up down the street. I'm going to do a 60 minute workout. But you've been on your couch for 10 years and you go and you work out, it's going to look ugly. You're going to feel like crap and you're not going to get through that workout. And you might even hurt yourself. Same thing with fasting. If you've been a sugar burner, eating every two to three hours for 10, 20, 30 years, and you say tomorrow I'm going to fast, it's going to look ugly. Your body has all this fat that's saved and stored up, but it has no capability of tapping into it. Getting into ketosis first is the badge that earns you that metabolic flexibility to tap into your your fat stores because if you don't have the capability to do that, what's going to happen is your your willpower, you're going to have to have really amazing willpower. And if you do, and you're just fighting through all that pain and hunger, the brain will then send an intense signal to the body to get glucose because you're going to run low on glucose and you've taught the brain to function on that. So it's going to send your body an intense signal for for food, for carbohydrates. And if you still fight past that, what's going to happen? Your body's going to start breaking down protein in, in, in excess via gluconeogenesis to fulfill that brain's desire. So I think it's very important to get keto adapted before you start intermittent fasting. But once you get keto adapted and then you pair fasting, you've developed this muscle and you get accelerated results from that point on.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful explanation. I like that. It's like work with the food first, then go to the fasting. And then, then there becomes this whole nother level where everybody starts marrying the two together. So, uh, yeah, that's, in, that's incredible. Okay. Let's let's now there's going to be people listening to this and they're going to be like, but I've done those two things. I've done that. So, and then I, I, what do I do? I'm not getting into ketosis. So yeah. Do you have any little tricks for the person that's brought the carbs down, up the good, the good fat, um, has, doing moderate protein, they're doing some intermittent fasting, but they're looking at that meter and they're like, I'm not in ketosis.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question and it does happen often. I get people commenting on my YouTube channel with, with the, that question. Why am I not getting into ketosis? Why am I not getting the results that I want? There's two things missing when I, when I see those, those people, love and gratitude. You know, honestly, love and gratitude, because if you don't have love and gratitude for yourself and for everybody in your life, then you have the opposite, which is hate and resentfulness. And that's stressful. That's stress. And stress is going to knock you out of ketosis because whenever you have chronic stress, you have chronic cortisol levels. And whenever you have chronic cortisol levels, what follows cortisol is insulin. And when insulin is up, ketones are going to be down there. So you have to master your stress, not manage stress, but I say master your stress. So, it starts with love and gratitude. Love yourself first. Practice gratitude for everything in your life, every little thing. The fact that me and Mindy are able to communicate, she's in California, I'm in Miami, we're on Zoom, we're with this amazing group of resetters. That's something that's really cool. I'm grateful for that. And yeah. I always share a statistic with, with people when I give my lectures, and that statistic is 150,000. The significance of that number is that's how many people die every single day. So. 150,000 people took their last breath yesterday. They're going to take their last breath today. So whenever your resetters are stressed out, they're frustrated because of their, their keto results or the lack thereof, or they're stuck in traffic, just say that number in your head, 150,000. It's going to completely shift you into gratitude. And when you're grateful, you, the body will heal itself because the opposite of that is that you cannot, hate, you cannot heal a body you hate. So yeah. if you have hatefulness you will never heal. So love yourself, love other people, even people who have bothered you and hurt you and practice gratitude. And then all the keto, the fasting, the working out, those nuts and bolts will work that much better.
0: Yeah, um, this is. Can you guys see why I wanted to bring him on? He's. This is awesome. This is exactly what we just need to take the keto conversation to a, a higher level. And I think advice like that is so important. Um, the the story I always tell is that I had a friend who had a type one di- or has a type one diabetic daughter, and they were switching out their continuous glucose monitor. And she asked me if I wanted to wear the the monitor that the daughter had had. So I put this monitor on for a month. And there were like two major takeaways for me on what my blood sugar, what controlled my blood sugar, other than the obvious ones. Fat what brought my blood, it actually made, when I ate a meal packed with fat, it brought my blood sugar down. And any stressful conversation, stressful thought, if I went into a stress mode, you literally could see on the monitor that the blood sugar started to go up. Like immediately. I, I remember one day I was having a conversation with my daughter and my teenage daughter and she came in and we had a little interaction. And then I la- she left. I looked down at my monitor and I was like, what? I didn't, how did, and it went up like 30 points. Wow. So it was huge. So stress is a big deal, It cortisol controls insulin. So you're over here trying so hard to get into ketosis and you're judgmental of yourself and you're judgmental of the process and yet you don't realize that that hatred and negative energy is causing you to not get into ketosis.
1: Yeah, absolutely, 30 points is a lot. You didn't even eat food. No,
0: in in seconds.
1: And I wanna share uh, what I do to practice love and gratitude. And and what I do is number Please. one, yeah. Number one, I uh, every single morning I'll write down what I'm grateful for. Uh, I'll write down ten things that I'm grateful for, and, and I'll feel it as I write it. So I do that every morning. I do it throughout the day. I, I go on the rooftop here and Keto Camp HQ, and I'll do it before bed. So I do it three times a day. You don't have to do it three times a day, but first thing in the morning I think is is key. Uh, and then I'll, I'll literally say in my head throughout the day, I love myself. I love myself. I love my, as I'm walking my dog. I love myself. I'll, I'll say if I'm waiting in line or. I'm I'll just say that, and I'm planting this seed in my subconscious mind because the subconscious mind can't uh, accept something that's real or not. It's gonna accept everything as truth. And the more I say it, the more I'm gonna believe it and feel it. So I say that in my head all day long. And also, there was a great book that I recommend your listeners get, which is "Love Yourself Like Your Life Dependent on It." Mm. Small little book, and it changed my life a few years ago. And you can get it on Amazon for like ten dollars. "Love Yourself Like Your Life Dependent on It." Read that book; It, it will change your life. And those are some of the things that I do.
0: Yeah. And I really like this idea of 150,000 people did not get to take a breath today. Uh, And that is a really, you know, when you're caught in the negative of your day, like just remembering that, guess what? You're still here. And how cool is that? So you still get to experience all the wonders here. So I love this. This is great. Okay. Let's dive into this converse, another conversation that really needs to be had. And we're all still trying to figure it out, which is how do men and women need to do keto differently? So, um, you know, I, you and I have had, we've talked about this. I'm just kind of curious on your end, because you do a lot of keto coaching with people. What are you seeing? Like, how do men and women need to do this differently?
1: Yeah, I've actually learned a lot from you in this component. Uh, over, over the last year. You, you have a lot of great information on this that I've, that I've applied to my community and then I've gotten results from it. So thank you, first and
0: foremost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh,
1: so definitely there's no cookie cutter approach to keto, especially when we're looking at men versus women, how active they are, uh, how much stress they have in their lives. But some, some overall uh, general rules here are gonna be the week leading up to the period, is if yes. they have their monthly cycles, if they're still having their monthly cycles, I don't recommend them staying in ketosis that week. And I know you don't as well, and you have a great explanation. Uh, it's gonna make the result, they're gonna feel like crap. They're gonna get a, a lot of hunger, a lot of cravings. Hard. Hard cravings. And that's a signal. You're, that's a signal that your yeah. body wants the healthy carbs to convert specific hormones to help you have a healthy monthly cycle, to have less pain during that monthly cycle. So I tell my, my community my clients, five to seven days leading up to the period, Let's get out of ketosis. Let's have some, some high, healthy carb. I call them flex days, uh, feast days. So 100 grams, 125 grams of healthy carbohydrates, uh, sweet potatoes. This is where you can have the fruit that they've been desiring for a yeah, while. Right? Uh, yam, yucca. And if their gut could tolerate it, some ancient grains. So that's five to seven days leading up to the period. And then once they have their period, then you could go right back into ketosis. And I know that's how you do it as well. Once you have, you go right back into ketosis and you go back to fasting. So those are some general rules that I think would make yeah. a big difference.
0: Yeah, I, I, it, it, I, you know my story that basically I ran a Dutch test on myself and my hormones had tanked and I had been doing keto and fasting without really looking at my cycle. And I had the hormone levels of a post-menopausal woman but I hadn't gone through menopause And I was like, what the heck? And I realized that I wasn't paying attention to when to not do keto. And it really balanced my cycles out. It changed my whole premenstrual experience. Um, So yeah, so really it's super smart. I think the hard thing for women, and I, I think you're probably seeing this in your community as well. Is it scary because they have got it keto mastered, and now you're asking them to go eat the foods that got them to be an overeater in the first place? Mm-hmm. So, do you have any tips for that? Do you find that in your community where people are like, "No, I don't. I don't yeah. want it. I'm nervous about that." Do you have any tips for what women how they can navigate that?
1: Yeah, I do, and that's a great, great question. Uh, awesome question. So some tips to navigate that. I like L-glutamine. Uh, L-glutamine, I tell, I tell my clients, L-glutamine will help you wean. Uh, be, the reason why is because uh, L-glutamine is a powder you could buy. And what it does, it calms the part of your brain that lights up when you have these cravings for those foods that you love, which is the sugar and the carbohydrates.
0: So I've teamed up with Tony Horton We also included a free bonus meal plan and a customized tailor way you can eat right for yourself. Also, of course, we put some fasting in there and it was a beautiful meeting of the minds. So this is like a passion project that I'm so excited to share with you. And in order to get it, all you gotta do is visit DrMindy.org and use the code PS60PELS.
1: And it's, and it's really interesting because the same region of your brain that lights up when you have a carb craving is the same region that lights up when somebody is a, a cocaine addict when they're craving cocaine. That's why sugar and carbs is so powerful. So if you take L-glutamine, you take L-glutamine at any point that you have these cravings or right before your meals, you have about uh, you have three, three to four times a day of it it's gonna calm that part of your brain that lights up with craving. So I would do that for sure if you're somebody who's susceptible. That's great to advice. Going, yeah, going back to their old ways. Yeah. And then you don't eat foods that, that you know trigger you. Uh, so for me, if I had a, a jar of peanut butter right here and I ate one spoon, I'm gonna get, have two, three, four, five, uh, peanut butter is my trigger food. So you gotta determine your trigger food and kind of avoid that until yeah. you feel comfortable with having it. Popcorn's that. mine. Oh is it,
0: <laughs> yeah, I just can't it's like once it's there, i'm like I'm down a rabbit hole so which one,
1: which one do you have?
0: Yeah. Well, so I like to make, I'm, I can make healthy popcorn. So I I will take organic popcorn and cook it in uh, coconut oil and then pour grass-fed butter and Himalayan salt on it. But if my teenage kids are around, I'll put a little bit of coconut sugar on it and it's like kennel, kettle corn. It's amazing. Yeah. So, that
1: sounds delicious.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that's, I like the L-glutamine advice. I think that's great. Um, I think the other place, and maybe you can speak on this for, for, to, to really help couples and, and help men understand this, is that you know, when, when, when couples sometimes come together and they do this as, as, a, as a family even or as a group, it's, it's unfair for men and women to really compare keto their keto notes. So a man can go into keto, a man can fast. And they're going to pretty much do pretty well. They don't have to think about a cycle, whereas a woman really has to honor that. Men might lose weight very quickly with, with keto. Um, and women, it may take a little bit longer. So um, you, know, you have any advice on that? Like, I just, I really would love to see, and it's maybe not just couples. It's I mean, I just like to see people stop comparing their keto yeah. journey. And the, and the more intimate you are with somebody, the more likely you are to compare.
1: Yeah, I, I see that all the time. You know, Why did this person get 10 pounds of weight loss in the first two weeks and I'm stuck at one pound or two pounds? Uh, it, it's, really, it's, it's really a shame. You, you never want to compare yourself to other people. It's going to lead you down a path of just being frustrated. The, the only person you should compare yourself to is the person that you were yesterday. You just want to beat yesterday. And looking at the number on the scale is a poor way to measure if something's working or not. So what I tell my clients is, all right, let, when we're starting this journey, let's weigh yourself, let's take some body fat measurements, and then let's not do that again for at least seven weeks. Let's get through this process because we don't lose weight to get healthy, completely backward. We get healthy to lose weight. So what we're focusing on here is let's eat the right healthy fats because there's a difference between dirty keto and, and clean keto. So let's, read, let's eat clean keto. Let's downregulate inflammation around our cells. Let our hormones do their thing. Let's get healthy let's remove the stressors. The weight will come off and it might come off and it probably will come off faster for a man just because that's just the way it is. Men have different hormones, different levels of testosterone and sex hormones that help them burn more fat. They have more muscle mass that helps them burn more fat. It's natural. So you never want to compare yourself to even another woman because every single human being is different. We have biochemical individuality so you just have to compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. And if you could get into the habit of just beating yesterday, beating yesterday, you will get the results you want and just stay focused on how you have Mindy guiding you and you will get the results you want
0: yeah I, I see that a lot like these principles work they just they work and if you're you're taking the steps that you have just laid out and they're not working for you, then you really have to honor that there may be something deeper there that's out of balance that needs to be addressed and I think again, on the topic of men and women, I just really want people to honor that when you come to keto, when you come to fasting that there's two two different ways to to really look at that and um that it's not men can just jump in and women have to be a little more sensitive to where they are in their cycle if they're perimenopause postmenopause like there's just a, a more of an art there um that i just think and it and it just i i want that conversation for people to realize that and i love that beat yourself don't try to compete with anybody else
1: yeah and you said it. it's it's an art right you want to yeah. master that art and everybody's Version of that art is different. It's, it's, and what I call it is mastering autophagy versus mTOR. If you can find that balance of autophagy versus mTOR, yeah. there is an art to it and you found yourself gold right there.
0: Okay, so you got to watch my video that I'm putting out on YouTube tomorrow. So, I am fascinated at this idea between mTOR and autophagy because, and this is another really good conversation to have with you, is that a lot of people go, well, I don't want to do keto or fasting. I'm going to lose too much muscle. And then you and I were both at the conference where Dominic D'Agostino got up and he was like, he was like, I, you know, here's this big bodybuilder guy. Who's like one of the top experts in the keto world. And he's like, there is no scientific literature showing that you're going to lose muscle when you do keto and when you, and when you're fasting. So, and it doesn't, it's not in the body's best interest to start to pull sugar and break down muscle because it needs you to have ketones so that you can think and be able to go find food. So it doesn't have any, there's no, no, and no primitive benefit to break down muscle. Now, having said that, and I see this with women a lot, a lot of women start to lose so much weight and that they're like, I don't like, especially those of us as we're aging, you know, like, I don't want the, I don't want to have the wrinkles and things like that. So we need to stimulate mTOR. So what does that look like to stimulate mTOR? And I came up with an idea of protein cycling mixed in with fasting. Mm. So watch tomorrow, but I'm curious, what do you recommend for people if they want to stimulate some mTOR, if they want, do you, do you recommend protein days?
1: I can't wait to watch your video. Well, first of all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm super excited about it. Yeah,
1: I watch a lot of your videos. I'm a big fan. Thank I, you. Although we're friends as well, but I'm a big fan. I study you a lot. So thank you for uh-huh. always showing up in this world. Uh, yeah. There is an art to it, and, and uh, if you do it the wrong way, then of course you're going to be catabolic. You, you, don't want, you don't want too much autophagy the same way you don't want too much mTOR. So the way I explain mTOR, the mechanistic targeted rapamycin, people are like, what the hell is that?
0: Well, You can say it. That's, I, <laughs> I don't even try to say it, but that was awesome. That was impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I related
1: to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Whenever you hear mTOR, think of bodybuilders, growth, anabolic. So I, I show a picture, a slide in my lectures of Arnold when I'm talking about mTOR. And then I, sa- I talk about autophagy and I show Pac-Man going through the body. It's, it's eating away. It's, it's catabolic in a good way. Yeah. So we don't, want, we don't want too much mTOR because if you look at bodybuilders, I think it was, uh, I think it was Dr. Popple who said the average bodybuilder lives to about 63 years old, which is I think uh-huh. 12, 12 or 14 years younger than the average person because they're constantly stimulating growth. These cells are duplicating and sometimes they're bad cells. So we don't want too much mTOR. Then if you look at autophagy, people who are doing too much fasting and too much keto, they're too catabolic, their metabolism slows down, they, they're cold all the time, they feel like crap, their hormones are wonky, so we don't want that. So we want a healthy balance. And how do you find that healthy balance? It's different for everybody, but a good principle is that when you're eating, you're feasting, and when you're not eating, you're fasting. And if you follow the feast-famine approach, which I'm sure you spoke about in your video, that's where you're going to get the results and you're going to get the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, one of my chronic statements is variation, variation. We got it and we got to keep adding different foods in. And when you eat, you got to eat, this is not a time to be, and, the, and probably the hardest thing for those of us that have been in this world for a while is that we just don't, well, we're not hungry anymore. So we, you almost have to force yourself to eat. Right. Do you find that?
1: Yeah, totally. As some days I'm like, oh, I've been fasting too much. I'm going to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then it's, it's breakfast. I'm, I'm not really hungry right now, but yeah. I do it because I want to make sure I, I'm not too much on either side.
0: Right, right. So you make yourself eat.
1: Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. And, and there's an easy way to get into those calories. Is it's the, the oils and the fats, because fats have more than two times the calories of, of carbs and, and protein. So the fats will help you get those numbers and get you the, to feast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, what I, I know you work with a lot of athletes as well. I've been really playing with this mTOR and autophagy uh, principles with athletes because I've got a friend who's a long distance, this guy does like ultra marathons. And he was doing keto of, through all his training. And he, was, he, he called me one day and he's like, I'm hitting a wall. Like I can't keep going. And I told him, hey, you know what? you've got to have some high protein days to stimulate mTOR, like mega protein, like 150 grams of protein. And you on right before your very long runs and right after. And so he started doing that, mixing it with keto and boom, he's like, oh my gosh, my performance just went to a whole nother level. So it, that's why I think mTOR, you know, is it's something we have to talk about. We have to discuss it because it, we if we lose sight of the fact that keto and fasting can be catabolic it can be autophagy can be a breakdown you need to have some build up as well
1: exactly yeah you don't want you don't want too much of either one and i love that the protein is a great tip right there so if somebody doesn't want to have a whole bunch of carbs then eat more protein have a high protein day and you'll still get that same benefit
0: yeah awesome okay last question our last kind of topic of discussion that i really want to have um, is that you and I both uh, were, you know, we have a large platforms where we're interacting with a lot of people. I'm sure you've heard a lot of stories about people who are struggling with keto. Um, I'd love to address some of the things you're seeing in your online world. Like what, what, where do people need the most help? And, and with keto, like, what can we do to make sure people don't give up on keto? What are some of the hurdles you see people coming up with?
1: I think it's important to understand that when you transition into a low carb, high fat diet, like you do with keto, you're going to lose a lot of electrolytes. You're going to lose a lot mm-hmm. of water weight. Uh, your body's going to start burning down its sugar reserves, your, your glycogen stores in your muscle and your liver, and your, your kidneys are going to dump a lot of excess fluid. Along with it is electrolytes. Uh, so we have to be really strategic on a daily basis to get in your electrolytes, to replenish your electrolytes with high quality sea salt, or an electrolyte supplement, whatever you want to use, but you got to do it on a a consistent basis. If you don't, then we start having that brain fog, uh, the fatigue, we we just don't feel as good as we want to. So I would say that's a golden rule of getting into ketosis, make sure you're having and I have my my seesaw on my desk here. And I just, sometimes I just put it in my hand, I lick it, I put in my coffee, my water, which by the way, if you drink coffee, which I do, coffee is a diuretic so you lose even more electrolytes mm. so put in some sea salt in your coffee is a great way to replenish as you lose them at the same time so i would do that thank you and then and wow, then that's brilliant and then the second thing is a lot of people have a sluggish liver and gallbladder and they have wow. sluggish bile and the significance of that is is huge because first of all bile is beautiful because bile helps us break down all the fat we're going to eat on the keto diet. And it binds all of our toxins and it takes it out of the body. And if you have sluggish bile because you've been a sugar burner and pounding your liver, maybe drinking a lot of alcohol for years, you're going to have a tough time breaking down all that fat. And then all of a sudden you've transitioned into keto, but you have diarrhea, you have all these digestive issues. So I would highly recommend eating Bitter-rich foods, arugula, ginger, even coffee, dark chocolate, dandelion, that helps stimulate bile. Also taking a supplement with ox bile in it, a digestive enzyme to help support you breaking down that food. And uh, those two things right there would make a huge difference on your keto journey.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is gold. I, what, I love like interviewing people because I, I just think, oh my gosh, if, if you're taking notes, like that was just gold right there. I've actually started, I, I love salt. I put salt on everything. So, um, and if you are doing keto and fasting that, that you're going to have to look at adding in electrolytes. Do you have a favorite electrolyte supplement that you use?
1: The, I like Elite, which is that uh, electrolyte drink mm-hmm. on Rev Health. So I like Elite, uh, but I use I use, Re- I use Redmond's Real Salt. Um, the little yes, do so too. I, I carry that with me everywhere when I'm traveling. Yeah. So I put it in my coffee. So Redmond's Real Salt is my favorite.
0: Yeah, awesome. And we'll you guys we'll put the links in there for you so that you can see that. Um, yeah. And the, um, what about one of the my biggest recommendations too is if people are really struggling with, especially like if they're getting really bloated, um, if they feel like they're not breaking down fat, I'm a real fan of coffee enemas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That'll help stimulate healthy bile. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And people, you know, everybody kind of looks at me like, what? And then, and then they go and try one and they come back and they're like, oh my God, I'm addicted. Yeah. So, yeah. So but also
1: keep in mind though, if you're doing a lot of coffee animals, you're also losing a lot of minerals and electrolytes. electrolytes. You got to get in those minerals, yeah. like, uh, min from systemic formulas. I like a good min, idea. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, so here's another, well, let's end on this question. Are you ever going to stop doing keto?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in and out of keto is what I mean. I'm never going to stop right. using keto as a tool. No, never, because it's uh, the way our body is designed to be. Uh, when I said no, I mean, I'm not going to stay in ketosis. So I'm going to flex in and out. But keto is, is a lifestyle. It's here to stay. It's, it's, that's what's going to separate it from diets because it's a metabolic process. It's, it's not a diet necessarily. Right. It's a metabolic state. So I'm going to be with this uh, I, as long as it's working and it's been working very well. So yes, I love what it does for me. I love the way it makes me feel. I I love keto.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Great. Okay. So where do people find you? How do I mean, you've got I know where to find you. But where (laughs) I know I'm resetters. I hope you love this man as much as I do. And his information is invaluable. And you can just really take it and and grow with it. So where's what kind of platforms should people go find you? And how do they engage with you?
1: Yeah, I'll share that in a second. I first want to say thank you and acknowledge you and the work you're doing. The resetters, the fact that you have Mindy leading you, she's brilliant. I mean, I've studied so many people in this space, but I always go back to Mindy's work to this day. I'm watching her live streams on YouTube. I'm watching her all her videos, and you're brilliant. So thank you for what you're doing. You're always showing up. Your community is growing, up, and I love seeing that. I'm gonna be in the Facebook group, so if you have any questions based yes. on what I what I shared, what we shared. Put it in the comment section. I'll go in and I'll, I'll personally respond. So put it down Thank below. You. Thank
0: yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Keto Camp uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Keto Camp. Uh, keep in mind, it's camp with the K. And then my Keto Camp podcast is also great, which Mindy's going to come on soon. So those that. are my, my two resources, and uh, that's where you can find me.
0: Yeah and you've had you had Jason Fung on. I you had Naomi. We had brought Naomi on a couple of weeks ago. You've you've had Ken Berry. You've had some cool people on. Yeah, it's a lot of cool? fun. I, you had Will Cole, didn't you? Yeah, Will
1: Cole was on there. Doctor Papa. We had a couple of the uh, platinum doctors. You're, you're, you're next, so you're going to be on there soon. Yeah. Awesome,
0: awesome. Well, again, you know, I hope you guys took notes. I hope you got a lot of great information out of this. Go, go learn from Ben. And you know, I think one of the things that Ben and I really share is just this this passion to try to get this information out to people in a very simple and applicable way so i love your videos just because they're the same kind of way my brain thinks where it's just stepped out and it's like do this do this do this do this and on on our the platforms you and i are on it really is helpful if we make this as applicable for people as possible so so thank you yeah well, my
1: pleasure thank you so yeah. much mindy and
0: thank you for being in the resetters because this will be uh well this will be awesome people will have questions so if you guys are in the group and you have questions for ben leave them in the comments and he'll he'll try to get to him he's got you know he's got his platforms but thank you for for hearing about my resetters I appreciate
1: absolutely it. i'll go in there today and i'll, I'll answer some questions my okay. pleasure cool. yeah
0: thanks ben thank you mindy what it's all about You put Fast Psycho like a-